0: that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm Tina, and thank you for hanging out with me today. I really, before we get started, cannot believe I'm actually sharing this at this point. Right now when I'm recording this, it's in the middle of February, and my newest runners, my current soulmates, as we call them, are getting ready to start their fourth week of their 5K training, so fourth of six weeks. They've been training with me since... Gosh, they did the challenge in November and they are about to run their 5K next month, which is pretty crazy. They've been at this for so long and they're growing so much and doing so many things. And And my soulmates for life, those who have been with me for many of them for months and over a year, I have you know, so many of them who are embarking on some really big goals and And some of them will be running their very first ever half marathon next month. Some of them running their very first ever 8K. And then I have runners who are still working to conquer their 5K goals. And and I also have runners who will be doing their very first half marathon in March. I'm sorry, May. So there is just so much going on right now and so much is happening. And so it's crazy to me. Like Time is just flying by to think that we are almost coming upon our next one week challenge which you know if you've followed me and you've been a part of this journey it is the key to starting you know to train with us it starts with the one week free challenge and that's happening in April and what's crazy is that it's already the middle of February before we know it We will be knocking on the door of our next challenge and and welcoming our newest group members to do some spring and summer training with us. So that's really exciting. So I mention that now because if you are a listener to this and you've, you know, you listen to this for inspiration or motivation and you thought to yourself like, oh, you know, I wish I could do that or I wonder if I ever could do that. Well, now's the time to get on the wait list. It's tinarepa.com forward slash run and get on the wait list ASAP for the next challenge because that's how you make sure that you get all the information and updates as to when we're starting, what to look forward to. And it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that before I jump into the topic of today's podcast. I actually just finished going live in my Facebook on my Facebook page. It is Wednesday night when I'm recording this. And so I just did a live in the group talking about, you know how we are all on our own journeys and we are all continuing to grow and we are running our own minutes and our own miles. And those all look very different for every one of us, which is how I can guarantee that you will be successful if you continue to show up for yourself and take your very next steps. And so that was super inspiring and it was super hyped. And I kept saying, like I'm on my soapbox up here talking about like how I know that you can be a successful runner. And you know, I hope, you know, if you haven't got a chance to listen to that, head over to my Facebook page, Tina Repa Running, and definitely listen to it because it was, it was very hype. And it was what was great about it is it's coming from and being inspired by some of the coaching that I've done this week with my runners who are, you know, in their in the throes of of growing and and running their longer distances and they're, you know, adding minutes to their amount of jogging time. And that can be very intimidating, especially for new runners. There's this instant doubt that pops up of like, I can't do that. That's not possible for me and that never goes away by the way. You know, those doubts of like is this actually something I can do? Even my runners who have been with me for over a year still have those thoughts about the goals that they're setting because you know, we are constantly seeking bigger goals and 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 wanting to improve ourselves in whatever way, you know, it feels right for us at the time and and that that thought never leaves. That thought of can I really do this? The the difference is like when you have you know, shown up enough over time, And, and you've, you've stuck to your journey and you've stuck to training to your goals. Then you start to have that evidence to prove like, yeah, this is possible because I used to think that I couldn't do this. And then I did it anyway. So those thoughts don't go away, but what happens is you build up this, you know, like this database of support for the idea, the fact that you can in fact do it and you will in fact do it. And the key to that is just to continue to continue to show up three times a week every week and and to remind yourself like yes I can do this and because I showed up last week I can show up this week and it, it just works it's pretty magical and it's kind of like the basis for my conversation tonight or today if you're listening to this earlier in the day which is you know that the little steps the steps that we take add up to some huge progress and when I first started this journey when I first started this program and I wanted to help people figure out how to become runners and do it in a balanced way. It was all about you know figuring out how to live life and work and for me be a parent and continue to train because I love to run long distances. Like the half marathon speaks to me, marathon speaks to me, like nothing lights me up like going out and conquering a long run on the weekend or going out and conquering a long race. Like it just really feeds my soul. And there's something about that challenge and overcoming that challenge that really just it, it really just fills my bucket. And it really just makes me feel like I am in control and I am growing and I have purpose and I am strong and I am confident and and I absolutely love it. And so I had to figure out a way to be able to to still reach for these goals, but also balance you know life and and I wanted to see if I could do that in 3 days a week and and what we've learned through this process is it's 100% doable. It's actually like you know it's all you need to be successful and it's so cool because it never exceeds 3 days a week. None of my training I had ever done in the past ever allowed me to stick to 3 days a week and let that be a success. But that's how we operate and and we set our stage. Like we we organize our week in the beginning of the week and say like okay, what days am I showing up? Okay, these are the days I'm running and then everything kind of falls in line after that. Like what are the other things I need to get done in the week and how can they fit in around the runs that I plan on doing? And it's kind of fun because each week you get to say like, okay, I didn't get my run number 1 in until Thursday of last week, but this week I don't want to feel like that. So I'm heading out Monday or Tuesday and I'm getting that run in and it feels so good to check that box, right? And to feel like you have time to take your rest days and, you know, to take care of all the other things you need to do throughout the week, but you have those, you know, next two runs coming up spread out throughout the week and it's just... It's, it has been game-changing for me. And I know it has been for other people. And I'm certain that if we weren't able to find a way to make this work with three days a week, that many of my runners probably wouldn't still be running with me because life gets hard. And the, the whole concept of training four, five, six days a week can be daunting, especially if you have so many other things going on. And so I'm here to tell you it takes three days a week and that's it to to meet some, some really big goals. And so it all comes down to one thing, right? Like it's that idea that, we continue to move forward and we take the next step and, and and little by little, a little becomes a lot. And so we don't have to be looking at the big picture and saying to ourselves like, oh my gosh, how am I going to ever get to that end goal? Like that's kind of torturing yourself to do that, to say, you know, for instance, if you're trying to... Train for a half marathon and to say to yourself, like, I can't ever picture myself running 13 miles. Like, you shouldn't be able to. Like, you're not ready for that. And 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 why do that to yourself? Like, that's not where you are, but can you see yourself running two miles? Because that's what's next on your training plan. Can you see yourself running four and a half? And it's so, so incredible because every time from my earliest runners to my most seasoned runners, there is still that instant, like I see the training plan and I'm like, oh, is this something I can actually make happen? And, and is your first thought is like, I can't do that. Like, it was hard for me last week. How am I going to do more than that? But your body is, our bodies are absolutely incredible. They're absolutely incredible. All they ask of us is that we can consistently show up and the growth that happens because of that, regardless of how much that is. So for us three days a week, if we consistently show up like the sky is the freaking limit. No joke, the sky is the limit. And it just seeps into all other areas, right? So I've been using this concept a lot in other areas of my life and trying to really figure out how I can use this strategy for other things. And it really applies to to everything. And it and I feel like I can relate so much to new runners who you know might be starting my program and say like is this really going to work? How am I going to run three days a week and still meet my goal of running a 5K after 10 weeks? Or is this really going to work? Am I really going to be a runner after only showing up for three days a week? Because I'm used to this idea that if I want to do something like go big or go home, I'm going to go all in. I have to go like, for lack of a better phrase, falls to the wall. And I have to figure out how to just show up every day of the week in order to meet that goal because we keep looking at that giant goal instead of just looking at the very next step that we need to complete. And so I've really been thinking about, okay, so how can this apply to other areas of my life? So for me personally, I would like to think about how I can apply that to my life as far as eating healthier because I have a tendency to be a stress eater and I have a tendency to eat a substantial amount of sugar whenever I feel stress. I know, you know, everybody has their thing that they do for stress. Some people are so stressed that they can't eat. Some people are you know, so stressed that they turn to alcohol. I turn to sugar. I turn to like chocolate and, and and donuts, whatever I can get my hands on, as far as sugar is concerned. And so, you know, I feel like I have that mindset that a lot of my new runners do about running. I get that mindset stuck in that mindset when it comes to eating healthier and, and my relationship with with food. And I'm really trying to think about how like running for me is a no brainer. I don't have I have so much evidence I've done it successfully for 17 years. I didn't do it maybe in the most appropriate ways for my body, but you know, I've done it and I'm I'm confident in it. I love it. It's a part of my life. Like I will never not be a runner. I ran my entire life. You guys know this about me. I ran, you know, not my entire life. That was that was so false. For the past 17 years, I've run. And I've run through all stages of my life. And it's looked different at every stage, but I feel super confident in it. So if somebody says to me, like, hey, all you have to do is, you know, do X, Y, and Z, and then you can run this race. I'm like, yeah, I believe that. I've done it. I I got it. Like, there's no question about it. But when it comes to other areas of my life, it's like, can I really, can I really shift that mindset? Because it does translate, you guys. It translates into all things. And And so, you know, thinking about, okay, so how can three days a week translate into, you know, I don't know, healthier habits? Like, think about it. Right now, I'm trying to wrap myself, my mind around the idea that, like, if I show up and I find healthier coping strategies for stress three days a week, like, can that make a difference? Can I feel better? And, And so then I think back to what I tell my runners, right? Like, okay, well, here are my options. I can either focus on doing that three days a week, right? And taking, making healthier changes and seeing if I can consistently do that three days a week over the course of time and make those little changes step-by-step. Or I can say to myself, no, that's not going to work. It has to be six days a week. And then I can do it for one week and then quit. Like, you know, like I've always done in the past. And so I'm really trying to help you know, think of how I can apply that mindset shift to other areas. And I encourage you guys to do that too. It's pretty cool because we know that it works. And And what I'm saying is probably legit. Like I haven't tried it, but I think that that makes perfect sense, right? Like if I can consistently stick to anything three days a week, like over the course of a year, think about all, like the amount of amazing days that we would have, right? So let's take that and, and let's let's stretch it a little bit further. What if I did that in relationship to journaling, or meditating, or sleeping eight hours. Like, what if I just apply that to anything that I'd like to work to improve? I would also like to improve. Like, I am really trying to figure out a, a good schedule for balancing working full time and you know running this business on the back end, and 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 the running programs, and finding a a a healthy balance between like not working every minute that i really want to because i enjoy it like when i'm not at my you know full time job as a school counselor like how do i fit this in and the truth is if i choose 3 days a week and i really spend that time being focused and having you know tasks to complete like little by little a little becomes a lot like that kind of and i'm talking about like content creation kind of thing like how i i would like to in in this the running program and in the business like, like i like to put more information out there, create more content that's helpful to, to people, you know, free content and, and more, you know, more podcast episodes and those kinds of things. And like, those are always things that get put on the back burner because my number one priority is working with my runners. My number one priority is being involved in them and their success and their trials and tribulations and making sure they're on track and, and reading their posts and, um, answering their messages and questions that they have for me and looking over reflections and writing their plans. Like those are my priority and I always put them first. And so I always have this thing in the back of my mind of like content creation. Like I want to create more. I want to create more things that people can use, more helpful information. And so if I worked, you know, to try to do that one, two, three days a week consistently over time, like I would make huge progress instead of being overwhelmed and thinking like, oh gosh, that's never going to work. I just don't have enough time. And so it really translates re- translates into so many different areas. And I'm I've really been racking my brain lately and talking a lot about how I can spin that into different, different, you know, different parts of our life and and how that can be impactful. And so I encourage you right now while you're listening to this to think about some sort of area that you wish you could make changes in. Maybe it's with you know cleaning, maybe it's, you know, keeping your house organized or for me I love to declutter. Like if I did it you know, one, two, three times a week, but reminded myself that consistently over time, like it makes huge progress and 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 allowing that to be the norm instead of this you know, all or nothing mindset. And it's pretty crazy to me how I've adopted that mindset one hundred percent when it comes to running. and I know that it's I know that it's helpful and I know that it works. and I know that if you show up three days a week, like the sky is the limit to what you can do with running. and I really, I really want to stretch that a little bit and think about how that can apply to a lot of things. Maybe to reading. I want to read more books. Like I know these are some goals that are probably resonating with you guys. Like I love to read and I don't allow myself that luxury of having that decompression time and and reading because whenever I sit down to read, I always think to myself, like, oh, I should probably make sure that I, you know, order groceries or that, you know, I look at making sure I sign up my kids for the spring season, sports that are about to start and so many things that are constantly sitting, sitting there and and telling us like oh, things that we have to do. So um, just, you know, I wanted to hop on here and just encourage you guys to do that a little bit. And we know that it works. We have data to prove that it's an effective strategy showing up um, three times a week. And so think about how that can apply to, to other areas. I'm going to utilize that strategy when it comes to doing things. Like, And I really mean that. And I'm being completely honest and transparent here. And maybe this is like, you know, TMI and you guys are like, I don't want to hear about what you do for stress. But uh, I know many of you can relate to that. And I have been pretty stressed lately. So, you know, I had a couple of runners ask me recently, like, hey, is everything okay? You've been kind of quiet. And it's true. I really have been. And and we have a tendency to withdraw, right? When we're feeling overwhelmed with stress. But I do withdraw and I oftentimes turn to, you know, eating unhealthy food, which I know I'm not alone. And so if I could find a, a healthier strategy, a healthier strategy. Stress, um, stress release, or you know, coping strategy. Then I'd like to try that and try implementing it a few days a week. Running is a huge stress reliever for me, and to be honest, I typically don't have, I don't have as many, you know, triggers, stressful situations that that stress response on days when I do run. So maybe it would be like in addition to that, if I could pick like one or two days a week when I, you know, worked on other strategies to cope with stress. I think that would be super helpful, but. I encourage you guys to do the same. I know a lot of my runners have said before like they'd love to get into meditation and and to do some journaling, some gratitude work and why not start with one or two or 3 days a week. Like a huge a huge amount can happen from that and it reminds me a lot of The book Atomic Habits. If you guys haven't heard of it by James Clear, I, I love that book because it really is about taking those little steps and making them habits by not overwhelming yourself with this idea that everything has to be done all you know right away and it has to be perfect and it has to be you know full on. But instead, maybe it's something that you can do a little bit at a time, whether it's learning a new a new hobby or you know working towards some sort of certification. There are so many things I can think about that this could apply to. So I would love to hear some feedback from you guys. If this is something that you've thought about or tried or are now curious about doing, I would love to hear some things that you would like to kind of take on and and see if you can make them a part of your life just by taking those little steps and realizing that consistency is the absolute key. And whatever you can maintain as far as consistency goes, like if you can maintain one day a week of this task, then start there and maintain that one day a week for a month and then see if you can add a little bit more to that. Maybe you can do, you know, two days a week after a month and start see if you can maintain that because the consistency part is key. And so I have really nailed that down when it comes to podcast episodes because as you guys can see, they are released weekly. And so that has become a part of my routine. It's definitely a part of my routine to go live in my business on um, Wednesdays. I love to talk to my runners on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern time on my Facebook page. So those are things that have now become habitual. It has taken me a year, but like, I don't think about them. I podcast record and I go live on Wednesdays and then I do coaching sessions Sunday nights. Also something that I had to make a habit, but now it's the norm. So, you know, little by little, a little becomes a lot and we grow slowly, but we continue to grow in everything that we do when we commit to showing up just one step at a time and not focusing on the huge picture and like the big end goal because that's overwhelming and it's daunting and it seems impossible and it makes us want to curl up and quit. So why not just focus on the very next step and the very next thing? And that's exactly what my runners are doing and why they're so successful. And And remember that this is true too, that once it becomes habitual and once you have gained momentum with that, you can slowly start to inc- incorporate like, more, no, for our runners, that means maybe like more intensity or more mileage on your three run days. But the more it becomes habitual and the less you have to think about it, then the more you can begin to implement because your body is now prepared, your mind is now prepared and you've realized like, okay, I'm taking these tiny steps. And most of the time, like James Clear and Atomic Habits, like if you can make it habitual, you don't have to think about it. You just do it each day. Like that is success. Brushing our teeth, it's habitual. Taking a shower, it's habitual. Driving to work, It's habitual. We don't have to talk ourselves into it. We don't have to think about it. It's just something that we do without thought. And so wouldn't it be amazing if all of these things that we wanted to implement into our life, if we could... You know, make them habitual, like journaling for a few minutes, or and it doesn't have to be something that takes up an entire day. Maybe like start with one minute, start with two minutes, journaling, meditating, deep breathing, stretching. I love to start stretching more, like whatever it is. So, so what I would do for myself because I'm throwing a lot of different ideas out there, if I really wanted to sit down and put this and implement this into action, I would do a brain dump first which is when I just get a piece of paper and I literally write down every thought that's popping in my mind. So everything you guys have heard me rattle off, I would be writing it down on a piece of paper. And then I would go back through and I would circle maybe the ones that seemed mo- more important to me than others. And once I've circled those those habits that I would like to implement more than others, then I kind of narrow it down and say, "Okay, which one seems most important to me or which one seems like you know, maybe easiest for me to implement of the ones that I circled. And I'm going to start with that. I'm going to choose one of them, right? We're talking about small steps, not big picture. So I'm going to to implement one of them. And then I ask myself, like, what seems like a no-brainer? What would be easiest for me to do? So I was going to, let's say I wanted to read more. Okay, I've decided that I want to read more. I'm going to do it in small chunks. So maybe I decide I'm going to read for 10 minutes three times a week before I go to bed. And if it leads to a little bit more reading, so great if not i'm committing to 10 minutes three times a week or i'm committing to maybe one night of 20 minutes of reading whatever it is it seems doable and if that's all too much then maybe i'm just going to read one page i'm going to read one page three nights a week and that's where i'm going to start you see how it works and then eventually that becomes habitual and then i don't have to think about it it just becomes part of my routine and then i can you know stop thinking and planning and stressing and trying to make time for it it just becomes part of something that I do. So I encourage you guys to do it. I would love to hear about it. So you guys can hit me up on social media, head over to Instagram at Run With Tina Repa or on Facebook, Tina Repa Running, and let me know what have you begun to implement and how is that working for you? Because I plan on doing the same here as well. Many of you heard me talk about how I want to increase my water intake, vitamins, and vegetables. And I did not maintain. Now that it's the middle of February, that was my my commitment in the beginning of January, and I have not been sticking to it every day. But you know what I did was I set myself up for um, failure whenever I said I have to do it seven days a week. And so I've already begun to scale back and say like, look, if I can do it three days a week, I'm winning. And so that's what I've been working on. And guess what? I'm doing more than three days a week, and that's okay because I'm literally talking about taking vitamins. Um, I want to make that habitual to, but, um, you know, I've been much more successful with more realistic expectations and focusing on the steps versus the ultimate goal, because I want to feel better. That's my ultimate goal, but I'm not going to stress over it. I'm just going to work on taking those tiny steps to start feeling better. And I, I already do. You guys, it's helping me so much. It's helping me with my mindset and it's helping me physically to be, you know, putting healthier things into my body. So when it's more manageable and it's not so stressful, it is way easier to maintain. All right, you guys, thanks so much for hanging out with me, allowing me to verbally process all of my plans for the future and how I intend on utilizing the strategy and the structure that we know works so well for us in running in other areas of my life. And don't worry, part of that content creation is nailing this down so that I can someday share it with you all and hopefully help you again, with figuring out how to implement this strategy in all other areas of your life. So something that I have right now in the works, but I need to pull it off my back burner and start focusing on it a few times a week so that I can help to grow that and make it ready for you guys because I think it's going to be great. All right. I love you guys. Have a great week and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at Repa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.